This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's boathouse studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios, house spelt the German way. Children, I couldn't help monitoring your conversation. There's no mystery about Willie, why he simply disappeared. Now let's have no more curiosity about this bizarre cover-up. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. I should have known as soon as he went into, uh, as soon as Skinner showed up, that you would choose Skinner. Uh, That's what I do. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors, everybody. My name is Alan Jackson. Oh, boy. Country music star. (laughs) What's happening? And uh, I want to talk to you about the time my daddy let me drive his Ford for the very first time. This is terrible. There was a three-seat on the column. Anyway, we'll get to that. My co-host, <laughs> as usual, it's uh-huh. Keith Urban. Oh, boy. <laughs> what a terrible podcast that would be. <laughs> Alan Jackson and Keith Urban just rapping. It wouldn't be that bad. They'd be talking, talking about, about country how, music. Yeah, talk about how great it is to... Uh, talking about their pickup trucks and yeah, um, blue jeans. Cold mm-hmm. beer. Cold beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scarecrows. Uh-huh. You know, uh, welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Alan, and uh, that's Greg. I'm name. doing it for him because <laughs> it's a fucking stupid bit. Uh, <laughs> we are here on location uh, at the Red Light District. That is my house. <laughs> uh, we I was say, don't tell where it is. Let them believe that it's somewhere. <laughs> it's nice, somewhere, somewhere cool. fancy. Yeah. Uh, we're here because we're not in the boathouse studios. Uh, we had a uh, scheduling not, nightmare. I, yeah, I guess nightmare is a good way to describe it. Well, it's just for busy people. Mm. Ryan's extra busy right now. And Ooh. as you know, the day that this is coming out is Halloween. All Hallows Eve. Yeah. Some call it that also. The day of witches, <laughs> warlocks, mm-hmm. wizards, orcs, <laughs> goblins, sandworms. <laughs> Serial killers. And, of course, ghosts. Ooh, no, no. Spooky. Not ghosts. And uh, it's, the, it's the time of year where we uh, try and get our uh, friend. <laughs> Why did you hesitate with that? <laughs> I, was, uh, I was thinking of another bit. And okay. then I decided to cut it off to, at the knees. Good. I'm and glad. Just yeah. say he's our friend. He is our friend. He is our friend. He, he is, is our, our horror expert. Yeah, Doctor Ryan Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Professor uh, Ryan. Professor Reed. Ryan. Reed. Yes. Most horrible yeah. intro. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, just what came before it. Oh, was, I'm gonna have to do um, better then. Man, I'm gonna make it even worse. Oh, uh, why? Geez. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. We have fun. I'm Alan Jackson. It's fun for you and nobody else. Fun for me for like half a second, and then that, that half second turns into five minutes, and all of a sudden we're having five minutes of fun. Oh boy. Over here we have horror expert Dr. Ryan Reese, PhD. Mm. 
Uh, PhD is new. Yeah, it is brand new. Mm-hmm. You we are reco- just completed your dissertation. <laughs> we are recording this uh, a few days before Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are in the Halloween spirit. Because you know what they say, if you record a podcast on the Day of Witches, <laughs> your file will be corrupted. That's right. Yeah. And you will die in your sleep. Because technical difficulties is also the name of a witch. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Salem Witch Trial, you can look it up. Technical <laughs> difficulties. Yes, her name is Technical Difficulties. Ah, why don't you pronounce it in the old English? Then I'll understand what you're getting at. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Your, your, your pronunciation is much better. You understand a little bit more about English folklore than I do. That was miles away, but thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, so we are in the Halloween spirit. It is Halloween weekend, as mm-hmm. it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halloween falls on a Wednesday this year, which yeah, is weird. weird. It's I I would say arguably the furthest away from a weekend, mm-hmm. in a, you know, in a sense, right? Yeah, yeah, you could argue that yeah, because definitely. like if it was on Sunday, mm-hmm. everyone would be like, "Cool, party on Saturday." Yeah. yeah. If it was on a Friday, cool, party on Saturday. Yeah. A Wednesday, it's like, wh- what do we do? And so, obviously, in this case, partying's happening. Partying is happening. Party and serpent. Par- party is happening. It's already <laughs> happened for me. I'm drunk. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, so on the Saturday, uh, obviously you don't want to party after Halloween. Mm. So it's a weird one where it's probably the earliest Halloween party. I kind of like Saturday. that it happens on Wednesday because uh, if it happens on this is just me personally loving Halloween. Explain year. yourself. <laughs> I am providing a counterpoint. The counterpoint <laughs> begins now. Um, <laughs> but I, as a kid, I, like, I never wanted Halloween to end. And when it fell on uh, a weekend, everybody just piled it into the one day on the weekend. And everybody just kind of let it go. But the fact that it happens on a Wednesday and then everybody makes a weekend of it the day the weekend before. And the fact that it happens on a Wednesday, the worst week. <laughs> the worst day of the week, in my opinion, is really great. <laughs> yeah. So I'm quite pleased that it's happening on Wednesday, but that is just my opinion. <laughs> it also lets the adults have it. Yeah. You know, have theirs. Yeah. The kids can still have theirs because they're going to be in bed by 9 o'clock anyway. Mm. Uh, even like on Wednesday, on, they're going to go yeah. trick-or-treating. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have theirs, but the adults, if it's not on that weekend, they can have theirs. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't have to overlap, which provides danger. Yes. Yes. Oh. Because <laughs> Halloween stranger danger. Yeah. Halloween str- well also also warlocks. <laughs> of course. That is so true. Like as a kid in Halloween I was always just like what are the adults doing? Do adults hate Halloween? Like it was kept <laughs> yeah. so separate. Yeah, that's and, yeah. and when I became an adult I'm like, "Oh, Halloween what was is the, way of- what, was, what was the first adult Halloween party you went to? Can you remember? The first adult Halloween party I went to was uh I think um, my, I mean, it was my senior year of high school. It was this giant, no, it wasn't my senior year. It was my, uh, it was my sophomore year of high school. I went to this giant mansion party out in Bear's Paw and it was a huge party. It was, must've been hundreds of, I thought the whole school was there. It was <laughs> insane. And I show up and I don't really like, <laughs> I just hit out in the drama room most of the time. So it's me like literally out in the world with where everybody's in costume and I'm wearing a mask and nobody knows who I am. They just really like my Jason costume. Oh, so just, it was Jason? Yeah. Jason. So it was Jason. I was always walking around in a mask, having conversations with people I don't talk to at all in high school. Mm. And then, uh, somebody got, uh, like near death alcohol poisoning in the bathroom and like 
units converged, yeah. and oh my. Yeah. it was nuts. That's, um, <laughs> yeah, that's when it gets uh, turned up to real. Yeah, it was uh, it was the worst Halloween party I've been to, I think. It was fun to like roam around and socialize, but first is the worst. The fact that it was that for a Halloween party, it was terrible. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> yeah, wow. That, uh, that was a huge bummer. Yeah, was, so. I mean... It was a, what was the first one that was good? Uh, I think the first one in university. TBD. <laughs> He's never been <laughs> to been a one yet, good Halloween this year. They all suck. If you'd like to invite me, <laughs> listeners. Uh, Halloween party. When, do you guys remember when you trick-or-treated the last? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was last year. <laughs> As I do every year, I like went, why? I, went as I don't understand Rick what you're asking. And from Rick and Morty, I think it's a Brick. <laughs> yeah, I, I went, went as, as the movie Brick. No, I went as I went as Brick from Anchorman. Okay, Brick. sure. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a costume for you. Yeah, I could. Actually why haven't pull you that done off. that? Uh, I never thought about it until this moment. <laughs> We've never riffed on this before. Wow. So that, okay, so next Halloween we'll go as the newsmen from. How have we never gone as the newsmen? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because I've got the hair for uh, David Keckner now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, you could do. You could be Paul Rudd. Oh totally. yeah, you could pull yeah. off Paul Rudd. I'd we just need to find our Ron. Yeah, we need a Ron Burgundy. Yeah, listeners, <laughs> do, do any of you look shockingly like Will Ferrell? <laughs> Give us a ring. <laughs> uh, but but seriously, like I I can't remember the last time I went trick or treating, and I did it for you know obviously like every year yeah, as a kid, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm sure there was a year where it was the last one, but I think because I didn't realize the last one until the next year when I was like, I probably shouldn't do it this year. (laughs) And I don't know if it was my choice or my parents' choice, you know, if they're like, you're too old for it. Uh, Mm. But also, like, I had a a younger brother, so, like, I might have trick-or-treated with him. Mm -hmm. Like, not, you know, I would be maybe in costume, but it's not for me, it's for him. He'd get all the candy. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I just, I can't remember. But um, I I do remember uh, some friends of mine in high school, wanted to go trick-or-treating. And I was like, I don't want to do that. That's That sounds awful. <laughs> and they're like, no, we do it because then, uh, you know, people know we're old, and so they make us do, like, songs and stuff to get the candy. They, like, make us do tasks. And I'm like, what? This sounds terrible. Just go buy the candy. <laughs> Y'all have it's jobs? A, it's not expensive. <laughs> it's really not, everyone. No, no. It's like... How many candy It's for sucks. fun. Yeah. It's not for profit. Yeah, Halloween candy is a big bummer. Uh, I can't remember. I, I remember. I remember distinctly saying to my parents, discussing the trick or treating plan, and my parents kind of giving me a look, being, "Really? <laughs> Are you sure about that, Ryan?" Oh, um, just didn't to, think you were gonna do, do that, that this year. <laughs> and then I remember a conversation talking about my little sister, how she was going and obviously how I would go. And I would talk to my friends at school asking if they wanted to join me and then doing the same thing. And being like, Oh, the last time I went trick or treating, I went, but I remember it being, I remember it being the last time I remember being sad about it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being super bummed out when I got home and it was a terrible haul too. <laughs> it wasn't a good, it was like, this is the year where it ends. To get um, lots of those like caramels. Yeah, those are the worst. It takes a long time to chew. They're kind of they <laughs> yeah, can, they can break yeah. your tooth too. <laughs> They're really hard. And yeah, lots yeah. of licorice. I don't like licorice. Ugh. I remember getting lots of like nibs. Oh nibs. god, nibs oh, are the worst. I love nibs. 
Well, see, this is this was our first economy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was. The... <laughs> it was. It really was. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like, get, uh, like normal Twizzlers. No, I don't like normal Twizzlers, but I like nibs. No, yeah. I've been told they're the gateway mm. for licorice, but I don't. I don't see it. Ryan and I have been uh, watching some horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we obviously not the like you haven't gone hog wild. No, I've watched. I, it's pretty <clears> much been a month of just go tos. Yeah, I would say mm. I've uh, haven't really branched out i feel like a lot of good horror movies came out before the season so i feel like well you saw hereditary this year yeah i saw hereditary i saw a few other ones i nothing a quiet place a quiet yeah we saw (laughs) yeah yeah a quiet place yeah um we saw uh apostle yeah on netflix with uh, dan stevens and uh it's gareth edwards or gareth evans it's a Gareth. One of the two. He's not the guy. guy not, one the, of not the guy that made Rogue One. Yeah, not the guy yeah. who made Rogue One. <laughs> I believe yeah. that's Edwards. Okay, then Gareth Evans, the yeah. guy who made the Raid movies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 His yeah. new that's movie. Right. I would recommend it. It's fucking weird. Yeah. As hell. Um, I'm just doing this part because I think it's interesting because mm. Ryan <laughs> does this. Um, uh, and we actually, and we watch Mandy. Ryan, yeah. Ryan does, he often watches many horror movies in the month of Halloween. Yeah, yeah and I'm kind of like, this is, we, we, we don't really have them on otherwise, so it's kind of nice to catch up. <laughs> it's nice to fit a niche. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you, uh, I'm, I'm presuming no because it just came out, but have you seen the new Halloween? No, I, uh, I find this really, cause I'm a big fan of John Carpenter. Yeah. And when, all, especially the things he nailed. And I thought he's done a really good job on everything he's done. Uh, what are the things he nailed? The thing? The thing in <laughs> Halloween, I think, are the strongest to me. Yeah. And I also just love Escape from New York. Of course. <laughs> what are your just... thoughts on Assault on Precinct 13? Uh, I'm pretty indifferent to it. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I remember right. I enjoying it and being like, oh yeah, like for sure. But, uh, I remember watching Halloween when I was 12 years old and just being so scared because I saw Scream not much long after that. And the, those, that was like, that combination of movies kept me up for a very long time after mm-hmm. seeing them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just like this monolith of a masked man coming around and seeing that it's being done by uh i forget who directed it but david uh, gordon green yes that's right he directed prince avalanche <laughs> great crazy <laughs> and just... joe with nicholas cage oh yeah that's oh, right too yeah. so i'm i'm waiting to i'm just waiting i'm holding off to see it because i'm just quite busy and stuff mm-hmm. so i really want to see it when all that has kind of calmed down a bit but i am interested to see it like i'm excited to see it you should uh, tell the world why you're busy right now at the front of that front end, and we'll plug it again later. <laughs> okay. I am the artistic director of a horror theater company, the only horror theater company in Calgary called Theater Basement. We spell it BSMT. Just a fun little nonsensical act. No vowels! <laughs> and uh, we're doing a show called Bright Lights. It opens on Halloween and runs to November 3rd with a midnight show on Friday, November 2nd and a 2pm matinee. All at the Pump House Theatre in Calgary. Super fun comedy. We haven't done a horror comedy in a very long time and uh, it's by Kat Sandler who is a really amazing up-and-coming Canadian playwright and it's going to be really, really funny. Show's only an hour. It's... Uh, it's one of I've never seen a show like it on Calgary's theater stages, but uh, sounds a lot less heavy than the one we did last year. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> Craig was in a much more heavier one, but this is much more lighter fare. And uh, our artistic associates actually picked the show and brought it to me, and uh, so they are 
one of Conrad Bailau is directing it, and Maddie Taylor Gregg is in it. They're both artistic associates, as well as a really great team of people and stuff. So it's going to be great. And it opens on Halloween, Halloween 8 p.m. Yeah. So today. Tickets at yeah. Theater Basement. Because you'll be listening to this. Well, I don't know when you're going to be listening to it. But it's released <laughs> on Halloween. For all I know, you're listening to this weeks later, and you missed the boat, you idiots. <laughs> I would understand. Listen to <laughs> listen to the podcast when it drops. <laughs> it's timely. Lesson learned. Anyway, mm-hmm. we are here to talk about yes, we are an episode of The Simpsons. It is a Treehouse of Horror six horror horror number six. It is the sixth episode of season seven, and it was written by John Schwartzwelder, Steve Tompkins, and David S. Cohen, and directed by Bob Anderson. And David Merkin. David Merkin directed the live action sequence at the end. Hilarious. So, trio, Hilarious trio that of you writers. Need a director for that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> trio of writers and duo of directors for this episode. Originally aired October 29th, 1995. So, approximately 13, 23 years ago. Where am I? <laughs> I sounds right. <laughs> Yeah, that math checks out. Oh yeah. boy, <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate math with oh, years. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, so this is, of course, the annual Halloween episode. Yeah, here we are. It's spooky. We made it. Marks another year. Yeah, that's right. Another, another occasion. Year, another uh, journey around the sun. Yeah. Um, not as good as the last one. Better than a few that I've already seen. It has some pretty uh, strong segments. I don't like the first segment that much. I love the second one. I think the third one is funny, and that's it. Great. Wow. Thanks for listening. And <laughs> Classic joke. Uh, <laughs> I I would mostly agree. I I think the second one is one of my favorite segments of yep. the of the the anthologies that mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is. Probably the most forgettable. Yeah, I've almost forgotten exactly what it is now. Oh, it's the Lard Lad one. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. Donut. Attack of the Fifty Foot Eyesores. I literally, we literally watched this thirty minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, and 20, 22 minutes ago, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, next I guess to, if, after preamble yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. shit, <laughs> so it kind of just falls out of my brain. And we're recording on my phone, so I can't use it for, <laughs> for internet. And I'm just going to be. You're going to see how how helpless, how, how bad he, he yeah, runs without how uh, helpless a man is without his internet. <laughs> Uh, so oh, I Ryan's presume, got my uh, internet. Oh God! Oh, 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 there it is. Sweet relief. Sweet God! I'm gonna look at porn. Like, <laughs> oh, geez. oh, come on! <laughs> I told you not to give me your phone. Oh man, he always does that. I didn't know it was gonna trigger that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just not coming. Oh, I guess. Bad bit. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the third segment, of course, is Homer cubed. Uh, we'll dive deep in all these pretty soon here, but mm-hmm. just as a brief preamble, uh, is. Uh, it's not forgettable in the sense that obviously it's a very memorable mm-hmm. segment uh, because of all the fanfare around it and yeah. the, you know the landmark of achievement or whatever the hell. It's a showcase segment. Yeah, mm. but I've always thought it was kind of a weak one in the laughs department. Mm. Oh yeah, um, like this for the sake of having cool technology, yeah. uh, which by today's standards looks like crap. But we'll get into that, uh, Ryan. Had you ever seen this episode before? No, but right. I have seen stills of it in pop culture references of the three D segments. Of the three D segments specifically, and uh, some of some other stuff, but I can't quite pinpoint it. But it yeah. seemed the most familiar of all the episodes I've seen so far. Gotcha. Like any of the Willy stuff jump out at you? 
Uh, maybe. Other than like the obvious references. Uh, maybe. Like, I uh, It'd be mostly just the 3D. Home. Mm, okay. Yeah. No. So this episode is, I think, the first one not to have wraparounds. Right? Mm. What were the wraparounds in the last one? Was the last one the one in the shinning? Yeah. Uh, Bart in the photo art gallery. Was that, that the, one? Or no, that the, no, no, no. I think the last one was the, was the, uh, because the, the, the shinning, I don't think has wraparounds. You're probably right. Because the last one, <laughs> the last ep- the last part of the, I think I know what you're, what you're thinking. It's because Bart wakes up after they fall into that into that blender. Oh, and they're like, right. It's that, it's that, it's that gas so that gas turns people turns inside out, out. Okay. which gives the illusion that there have been that wraparounds. But yeah, I guess you're right. Technically, yeah. there wasn't. I think also because there's like the thematic uh, uh, correlation of Willie getting axed in each one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of made me think that there was a, a wraparound, but I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. There was no wraparound for the last one. It's been a year since we watched that episode, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Get off our backs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one doesn't have a wraparound. Uh, it it ran long. That was one of the reasons why. Okay. Uh, so they didn't. They also didn't have uh, an intro like warning segment. Oh yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is, maybe that's what the is the first thing. Maybe no, they had that. I think time. he might uh, be right with that um, one. They just come in and get lynched. Yeah. <laughs> well, it it starts with uh, Krusty as the headless horseman. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And then the titles, and then yeah, the couch gag mm-hmm. uh, where they <laughs> get lynched. Uh, <laughs> I love the headless horseman thing. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. That's a that's a great little reference that they never. That would have been a really fun uh, classic age story for the. Yeah, that would have been a good segment. Yeah. Do you like the headless horseman? Yeah. yeah, the legend of Sleepy Hollow would have been a the legend. Who would have been Ichabod? Would have been Homer? Uh, maybe Bart. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because then like Krusty as headless horseman would be a good. Yeah. Yeah. Thematic. Yeah. Verses. And then I, they, the what's uh, uh, Bones? What's his name? Bone Bone Storm. <laughs> The guy, the the bad guy, or like the the bully guy. Do you know the story of Sleepy Hollow? Uh, it's been a while since I have read it. The uh, I... the Dutch guy. You're talking about the the Dutch guy. Um, I Van Van Casper like... Van Dien plays him in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking Casper about. Casper Van Dien. Um, oh fuck! No, it's like it's like Bone Boneman, Doctor Bones. Oh, uh, God, I need to find it. And by Do You Know the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, I will say no, I only know the Tim Burton one. Oh, uh, Which oh is very, very different. <clears throat> Did you never see uh, Ichabod, uh, sorry, The Legend of uh, Ichabod and Mr. Toad? Uh, nope. It's a Disney uh, m- movie, I technically. No. I <laughs> I was trying to get you to remember and explaining it now. Um, so they had basically D- Disney had like two different um, segments. Was it like a weird anthology? Like a yeah. So it together? was like so it was uh, it was called the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad because it was a segment about Sleepy Hollow yeah. and then a segment about Wind in the Willows. Then yes, I have seen parts of. Okay, I feel like I've seen like the animated Headless Horseman. That wasn't crusty, and that must be Ichabod and Mr. Yes. Toad. Yeah, um, like the the thing I know the most. I've I've watched it a bunch. I actually really I, I like watching this little segment. I don't watch the Mr. Toad one because I don't care for it, but <laughs> but the the Sleepy Hollow one is great, and it's got like a, a song. Um, Brom. Brom Bones. Yeah, there you go. Brom, Brom Bones. Bones. Yeah. So they call him Brom 
in, in, uh, in the Tim movie Burton's. Sleepy Hollow, <laughs> and he is played by Casper Van Dien. Great. But yeah, I knew, was, I knew Bones was in there. Because anyway. he's a Dutchman. Yes. Okay. It is a Dutch. <laughs> the Dutch uh, Bing Crosby plays Prom Bones in the, uh, the Disney one. When I think when of a Dutchman, I think sings. of Bing Crosby. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but it's like a it's like a dark ending. Yeah, I remember watching it as a kid. Was he like run scared. away, never seen again? Yeah, because yeah. it's and it's isn't it implicated in the Sleepy Hollow that he becomes the headless horseman or becomes a victim of the headless horseman? So, so the kind of thing that happens is he is chased uh, by the headless horseman. The the kind of idea is you're not sure if the headless horseman is real yeah or if it's brom bones mm-hmm. fucking with him yeah because uh, he's been doing that throughout the, right, the story right right uh the legend is if you're able to cross the certain bridge yeah the horseman can't cross it mm-hmm. and so that's what ichabod's like racing towards and yeah. so there's this whole thing he gets across it and he's like phew but then the head of the horseman like throws a flaming pumpkin at him yeah and that's and it like Cuts away, and it's like, and Ichabod was never seen again. Some, you know, some think he just moved away because he was traumatized, mm. and some think that he was killed by the horseman. Mm. So it's like, it's, <laughs> I remember like watching that as a kid, and I'm like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. It was really <laughs> scary. Disney, why are you doing this? Yes, I remember reading that on Wikipedia. Okay. Because I wanted to know about the what it was based on, what yeah, Sleepy yeah, Hollow was yeah. based on, because I really liked Sleepy Hollow when I was a kid. I don't <laughs> now, don't at me. Um, <laughs> The, um, and, and it was like, it just ends there. And I was like, oh, that's not satisfying at all. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, Sleepy Hollow, the movie is much better, obviously, <laughs> than the book because it leaves little to no ambiguity as to what happened to him. Yeah. But that's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. <laughs> what Sleepy Hollow gave us was much worse. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of giant deck connections, yeah. the Nightmare on Elm Street. Ah, yes, yeah, the Nightmare the, on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, well, we should, let's, let's, yeah. let's yeah. talk about the large let's, lab. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's go through this. We yeah. probably won't take too long with this one. Yeah. Uh, Attack of the 50-Foot Eyesores, it's called. Um, <laughs> it's So it's kind of a... It's kind of a classic 50s title. Yeah. Well, yeah, like Attack, Attack of the 50-Foot Woman is the direct uh, correlation. Mm. Um, but it's... Not really. I mean, I haven't seen Attack the Fifty Woman, so I shouldn't say this, but it, it doesn't seem too tied with that, except for its giant things, yeah, destroying a city. Um, but the premise is basically there's a lightning storm that apparently makes all these uh, advertisements come to life because it's messing with the ionosphere. You that's, see. that's right. Yeah. Yes, it's science. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, they covered their bases. They sure did. It's very good writing. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, of course, this also happens around the time Homer goes to Lard Lad Donuts to get a colossal donut. Uh, ends up being not it's a normal donut. Yeah, it's it's not as big as the one on the advertisement. You moron! I'm willing to believe that if it was just a big donut, uh-huh. like an actually like a big donut the size of like a donut box, sure, that he would have been satisfied with that. I don't know. Remember the giant? I'm, remember I, the giant beer in Australia? I'm also. <laughs> Thinking I'm giving him too much credit, yes. <laughs> uh, based on the giant beer, it's like something wrong. Uh, it's pretty big, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but to be fair, on his side, uh-huh. he's right. That is no colossal donut. That's not even yeah. the size of a Texas donut. Well, they they have uh, colossal donuts in the Universal Parks, like uh, Simpsons branded ones. Sure, yeah. and, and they small. are they. Well, they're 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 not the colossal donuts, but they they're bigger than a normal donut. Oh, weird. Yeah, they're about you know, probably about the 
roughly the size of Ryan's head. I mean, that's huge. <laughs> Ryan has a huge head. He sure does. Mm-hmm. Listeners, whatever size of head you're picturing, double it. <laughs> Maybe even triple it. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I don't mean to call you out for having a big head. It's an auditory medium. So, uh, I have to paint a picture. Descriptive. <laughs> yes, he has trouble buying hats. Uh, I do, <laughs> but not for the size of the joke. It's, I just have trouble finding the right one. Well, you're wearing a good one right now. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, anyway. Homer steals the giant donut. Yeah, he does. How does he get it into his house? This is the question Ryan wants answered more than anything else in the world. Yeah, that, I agree that with lost him. me at that point. <laughs> the same way they got the giant Olmec head in. That's true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and down into the basement. And down into the basement. They have. They probably have a, a you know a back uh, a back know, crawl space. sliding wall. No, like, <laughs> like a like a basement crawl space thing for the Olmec head. But I would. Uh, I definitely. You can definitely argue that the donut is bigger than the Olmec head. I think it's roughly the same size. I'd say he's sitting in a, in their living room. Yeah, he's the Olmec head is really big. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> If he sat on the Dolmec head, maybe you'd understand. Yeah, I would, I'll just I take would. your word for it. I'm sorry I ruined my suspension of disbelief <laughs> of a cartoon. That's fine. <laughs> I just I like how they creatively cut around it mm-hmm. oh, to yeah. like, oh, it's got, it's it's yeah. just inside now. And yeah. then when he gives it back to him, it's just outside. It's just there. Now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know why it bugs me, but it does. Oh, tell me. <laughs> tell us. He steals his donut. Just on principle? I think so. He knows he can't eat it, right? right? He's gotta. (laughs) Because he's bathing in it or whatever. Is is he in his underwear? I think he's in his underwear. He's he's naked except for the underwear and the hose on his head. (laughs) Why do people freak out about false advertising anyway? I feel like people have taken it to farther lengths. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. I mean... Give me an but example. like the, I mean, the, uh, the I thing know. is, later on, the Lard Lad has the now with sprinkles sign, and uh, he's drooling. That's yeah. so. Like, does he think he's gonna I eat it? I think he thinks he can eat it, <laughs> guys. He's just like, it's just like the prepping the, for it by laying it in it. <laughs> yeah, he's getting ready. He's marinating. It's like, it's like the key, the key to the city. It yeah. gets, has chew marks on it. Yeah, like, thought thought there's, thought there's chocolate in there. Yeah. He's probably doing that to the donut too. He's like, "Oh, this is a tough donut to eat, but yeah, I'll get it one day." Once you get into the fluffy ex- interior, <laughs> it'll all be worth it. It's, a, it's, it's the glazed candy hard shell. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, just he's just maybe he's just licking it. Oh boy, this is <laughs> like uh, a tootsie roll pop. Man, he's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> this has satisfied my detour. I don't know about you two, <laughs> but so because of that, or no, sorry, not because of that, but. This accident thing happens at the same time. Mm-hmm. They all come to life. Lard Lad has a vendetta against Homer. He wants the donut back. Mm, naturally. Uh, I do like how they kind of subvert the idea that, uh, oh, if you give him the donut back, maybe, you know, that'll solve everything. Because that's a classic. That's a kind of a trope, right? Yeah, yeah. Where if you steal something, give yeah. it back and things are solved. It mm-hmm. leads to my favorite joke of the segment. Yeah. <laughs> where he just starts... Beating things up and kicks a dog. No, it's it's when it's when Homer says to Marge, "Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time?" Sometimes, <laughs> and I just think that's really mean and really funny. Yeah, in the moment, I think it's great. Yes, 
but the dog, him kicking I, the dog. I like that really a lot. Great. It was just, yeah. He just like immediately starts bashing things and kicking dogs. You had a pretty visceral reaction when the uh, lard lad screamed like Godzilla. Oh yeah, I love kaiju movies. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I love all these like them exclamation mark with the giant ants and like mm. all these like I love those kind of movies. They're they're really really great and like uh, I I agree it was the weakest segment, but I like it, it appealed to me because yeah. we've, you've. Have me on many podcasts where we talk about kaiju movies and <laughs> big monsters and how fun they are and how they're supposed to be fun and it was a fun segment and uh, there was a lot of uh, visceral violence in yeah. this like yeah. the shooting of a high school kid yeah <laughs> <laughs> he shot he was, a high he, school guy he was, turning, he was turning into a monster super uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> but like that's a that is that's an interesting that's a it's a very dark joke yeah. But I did notice in this episode overall, compared to other trios episodes, very little blood. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very little on-screen blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Like Nightmare Cafeteria was like covered in blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the teachers with like blood in their mouths, and, like chasing yeah. them, and then the blender. Yeah, that's yeah. It's scary. It's gross. Yeah, definitely a lot less blood. Like some of these, some of these when I was a kid actually scared me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like the next one. <gasps> Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. Yeah, Nightmare on on on, on Elm Street. <laughs> Segway. No, I I, like <laughs> I actually haven't seen that movie. No, uh, you're, I don't think you're missing anything. Really? Uh, I Sweet. Think, I think Done. for I think for its cultural impact, I think it's important to watch. But the, the, I've I've seen the first one. I've seen the remake, mm-hmm. and I've seen Freddy vs. Jason. What is your opinion of? Uh, well, so that's the thing. Like, I've, I've, I've never, I've actually wanted to just for pure, uh, curiosity level to like watch through all the nightmare movies. Mm-hmm. These are just things, so many guys. These are just things that we would do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like sit down and watch the Friday the 13th movies, sit down and watch Nightmare on Elm Street. For some reason, we would sit down and watch Halloween six. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. <laughs> Curse of Michael Myers. <laughs> With Paul Little Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> He's very bad. His first film role. <laughs> uh, very bad. Surprised he got a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was uh, it was Clueless, I believe. Really? I oh, think good so. for him. He's very handsome in that. Mm-hmm. And everything else. He is handsome. I love Paul Rudd. I agree. He still looks like he's that age. He's one of the vampire people. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, is good, though. I don't think it's great. Yeah. But I think it's a good horror film. Mm-hmm. Um, f- from my understanding, Freddy, uh, as the antagonist, becomes more and more goofy mm-hmm. as the sequels go on. And so that's why I've kind of hesitated to watch them because I actually really like him in the first movie. Because He's got he, a lot more catchphrases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like puns. Like the, a lot of the stuff Willie does in this episode yeah. is based on that version of Freddy where yeah. he does puns like, ah, tongue. And like, um, he like appears in a phone at one point, I think. I've seen, I've watched like clips on YouTube of yeah. a bunch of different Freddy goof, goofiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I think in the first one, he's very, like, I, I, was scared of it like it scared me oh yeah because he's menace he feels menacing uh they don't give much if any backstory if i recall correctly they try to do that in the, the remake and that's yeah. a mistake yeah that was a pretty uh <laughs> <laughs> but because of that you're just like uh you know a it's kind of terrifying uh that the, you know a killer is out there yeah. that you don't know his intentions and b 
the fact that he can only attack you in your dreams yeah is like such a great concept yeah you know for for horror because mm-hmm. uh i don't know about you guys but sometimes like not even nightmares necessarily but um even just dreams where like things happen that I don't want to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I guess maybe you could call a nightmare technically, but just negative things happen in your dreams. And when I wake up, I, it's a, it still affects me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not just like, Oh good. It was all a dream. I'm just like, Oh God, that was awful. That, and like, that's the thing. Like, I think the comment I was making is that Fred, the world of nightmare on Elm street has never gotten a strong enough movie to represent its great concept. I think, I think yeah. it's like, it's always just gotten there. I think the first one does it really well. I think there were strong moments in the remake, mm-hmm. especially by casting Jackie Earl Haley. Like he was really good. He was good. Yeah. yeah. He was really good for that. And I just like, every time I watched him, it's like, man, like it just needs a little more of a push, but yeah. like, it's not to discredit your experience. Cause I remember watching him being like, I don't want to sleep. Because Freddy um, might get me. <laughs> would, it, would it be more of a push in the way of like let's explore the world of this concept more? Because I feel like they push it more into like oh it's just a slasher movie. Yeah, like what takes dreams. over what takes over is like the kill effect. You know, yeah. there's the cast of young people who are dumb and we don't really care about them. They're going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing that it kind of puts on it and stuff like that. So maybe give it um, a one character thing. Stuff mm. like give it more of a psychological background because that's where it dwells. Have you seen New Nightmare? New Nightmare? Wes Craven's New Nightmare. No, that might be the one you want. No, yeah, it's the precursor to Scream. It's like because you know how like Scream goes pretty meta. Mm-hmm. Um, think of it as if the meta narrative wasn't so much of like a uh, like a backdrop mm-hmm. and more of like kind of the point. Yeah, like, apart from watching the first one and a couple of the others and then watching the remake, I haven't really delved into it because it hasn't been my my, my favorite mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, I have, I have my own interpretation of horror. I feel like there's a lot of people that sit in a certain interpretation who are, like, Freddy fans mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, you have, you, Alan, have had an experience, which is, <laughs> you know, which is really great and, like, horror got to the point with you but like people are just like I'm gonna dress up as Freddy because he has knives on his hands and he guts kids (laughs) (laughs) you know that is still horror it's just those people tell me that what I like about horror is not horror it's just like okay well (laughs) I think it's also like the uh, the idea that you can't go to sleep yeah you know what I mean like that whole just like concept as a as a idea for horror is like terrifying. Yeah, it's cuz you know, like there's there's times where you know you know that moment where you realize you're falling asleep <laughs> and you can't stop it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to describe because mm-hmm. like does it's like your no, totally. your experience of going to sleep is so like gradual and you don't really notice it. I think more and more people start to understand what you mean because more and more people fall asleep while watching something on their phone <laughs> and then their phone falls on their face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comment like, on this if that happened to you. I think it's a, the, the thing that I, I can always as- associate with the most is on airplanes. Yeah. Because oftentimes I want to sleep on airplanes but I it's hard because it's very hard. they're, you know, you're sitting straight up and stuff. But it also, like, as I'm falling asleep, my my head, 
I stop holding my head up. And so you have that moment where your head falls forward or something mm-hmm. and you jerk yourself awake because like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. They call so that the kick. The kick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, totally. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that we have to go deeper. <laughs> that feeling is like if, if I had that feeling and I knew if I fell asleep, I would possibly be murdered in my sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's terrifying to me. So yeah. that's why, that's why like nightmare on Elm street as a concept works really well. I think my biggest issue with the remake was they did too many, um, not fake outs. That's the wrong word for it, but just like trying to manipulate the audience with mm-hmm. like, is this character a sleeper or are they not? Right. Really? right. And every time it wasn't a surprise, you mm-hmm. know, cause like a character would be like, you know, reading a book or something and, and they, their, their eyes would be heavy and then they'd like rub their eyes and I'd be like, okay, they're asleep now. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it, it seemed way too obvious and not clever. And so I just, I was just kind of like, just, just have the, have it very clear when they're asleep and when they're not. Yeah. Don't try and fake us out with it. I agree with that. So yeah, you I'm, can do it once. Yeah. I'll let you do it once. Sure. In the movie. I remember seeing the setup for that and be like, Oh, cool. But then it was, yeah, a bit more of the, yank in the rug kind of thing or, yeah. or not but like yeah it was, <laughs> yeah it's like anyway brief background on nightmare on the elm street well, well you, it you ties should, in with this segment you yeah. guys should watch new nightmare okay that's one that i've seen most of and like i enjoyed most of what i saw so i'd like to go back and revisit that because it's during west craven's semi that's like, like the iconic 90s, poster one of freddy right where he's over top yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, okay it's very iconic poster and yeah. it was Re- west craven's return to the franchise mm-hmm. yeah um and he brings back um heather her name i can't remember her full name but like she she plays she's yeah let's say that (laughs) um but she's in the first one and she's back in this one and it's like freddy's actually in the real world and like wes craven's in it and he's making a movie Uh, right it's like it's the scream thing yeah yeah he went full dark tower yeah he went went full dark tower yeah that's a great shorthand (laughs) i'm keeping it we will refer to that always now when an author of a work inserts themselves into that work (laughs) wes craven went full dark tower and then the student comes up to me and says, I love your work. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. Yes. It's about Willie. Do Willie, not touch Willie. Willie t- <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> Willie is, of course, the replacement uh, of Freddy Krueger in this world. That mysterious school janitor who died. Groundskeeper Willie. Uh, <laughs> but I do, I do the think other this, janitor? Is, <laughs> this is the best... Uh, of this episode, and one of my favorites, I think overall. I c- I always can I always think that this uh, episode belongs in that this segment belongs with the the previous one with the shinning. Yeah, it's so strong. It's so strong, and it's also Willy focused. Because yeah, because the yeah. Willy thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I this... I just think it's so funny. Uh, a lot of the little it's, it's also like really because they're you know in the dream worlds for most of it. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, freedom. You get to the, to the writers and directors like the animators get to have so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like even the brief segment in you know Mar- Martin's Latin world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so great. Yeah, <laughs> I really like these segments because like they just throw the lore of Simpsons to the wolves a bit. Yes, just like killing off a popular oh, yeah. kid character. It's like yeah. great. That's what's that's what's a lot of fun about these segments that I'm sure we've mentioned before is yeah. that they there's no canon. Yeah, so they can do whatever they want. Yeah. everyone. Is in danger. It's no so one is manic safe. and Trust just no wonderful. One. Yeah, it's so hard to. For me, it was so like it's it's so hard to reconcile that that's special, that that's a special thing that they can do mm-hmm. with this, because I always knew about 
like the Halloween Simpsons Halloween special has always been there, mm-hmm. right? And so I like it's hard to take to step out of context and be like, this is actually a pretty special thing yeah. that they allow themselves to do every year mm-hmm. and that they're allowed to do every year, uh, and they can pretty much go as far as they want. And it's and it has been consistently uh, said to be the best episode in the zombie years. Right. Whenever they get the chance to do something like this, mm-hmm. it's always just it's it elevates their game. Yeah. In a way. And that just makes me a happy that they could still pull out a good uh, Halloween segment, mm-hmm. but also sad that they don't allow them to be adventurous all the time like that. Now, have when it wouldn't like when it wouldn't really change anything, like why not be adventurous all the time? Have you watched any? Treehouse recent ones? Uh, just some that I've seen with you. Okay. Yeah. So not many. I was going but to some. watch the new one. The new one just aired. Oh, yeah. I was going to watch it. I just didn't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always curious about them because I think uh, from what I've seen, it's usually at least the more inventive, obviously, of mm. the uh, episodes in the zombie years. But uh, I'm also bummed out because they seem to have moved away from the idea of it being a horror uh, segment yeah. anthology mm-hmm. and more just pop culture. Because I know they did an Avatar one. How was that Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, and I remember the first the first one that I've had that feeling about. Even though it's it's still good enough in the in the zone of Halloween, but they did a Harry Potter spoof in one segment. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, "Oh, like, I this saw is, that one. This is less interesting because it's like current." Yeah. You know, and it's like I, what I really love about these episodes is using classic horror things, uh, classic sci-fi stuff, yeah. and putting it in the Simpsons spin. Yeah. And I find those way more interesting than mm-hmm. like ah, now here's Homer as I don't know Transformers. I don't know, what's what's the current popular thing? I mean that Transformers. You can do, you can do that. that. Still popular? Yeah. Is it still po- Oh, that Bumblebee movie. <laughs> There's oh, a yes. Bumblebee movie coming Bumblebee. out. The last night came out two years less than like it came out last summer. Yeah. yeah. So. It's yeah. still it's still a thing. People Watch like Michael Bay's films. He's a really great independent filmmaker. He's not an independent oh, filmmaker. Oh no, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not denying that Michael Bay is a great filmmaker, but he's not independent. He knows what he's doing. He does. I'm not joking. Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> no. Not here. <laughs> not here. That's that's for a different time. Another time. <laughs> Need another day, another time. <laughs> Fairly well, my honey. So the backstory Fairly of well. Willie, apparently, in the thirteenth hour of the thirteenth day of the thirteenth month. Yeah, lousy smart weather. I remember seeing it for the first time as a child, thinking that was the funniest thing I had ever seen <laughs> in my I think life. I think it's a great joke because you don't. I mean, especially as a kid. Uh, I think most adults as well. You don't pick up on the fact that she's saying the thirteenth month until that jo- until that joke. Yeah, because they say it with a straight face and just normal. Mm-hmm. And then you know the the bit about we're t- you know discussing the calendars, uh, and you're like, oh right, thirteenth month doesn't exist. That's, that's even, silly. Yeah, that was great. It's a good joke. Yeah, you know, it's called smart. Smart. Yeah, that's so funny. And Homer's just bought into it. Yeah, just, oh, lousy smart weather. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which is another thing in the popular lexicon now. So Homer kills Willie. Homer kills Willie. <laughs> well, they all kind of kill Willie. They all kind of do, mm, but like, it's really Homer. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Just because he, he t- touches the thermostat. Yeah. 
but says, do not touch Willie. They also aren't springing for doorknob repair. No, they're not. And it costs twelve dollars. Costs twelve dollars, and they're not letting them repair the fire extinguishers. Now this is a free service yeah. from the fire department. Yeah. Nay, nay. <laughs> immediate nay. That's that's my favorite joke from the segment. <laughs> now this is a free service. Nay, that's you shouldn't even vote it on it. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. Why would you vote? Why would you vote? <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, due to all those things, yeah. he becomes a skeleton. Let's not give any more thought to this cover-up. <laughs> God, Skinner nails this segment. <laughs> um, Willie, Mr. Van Houten has the floor. Oh, yeah, and then there's Kirk. Kirk is nailing it, too. Yeah. He doesn't like the idea of Milhouse having two spaghetti meals in one day. <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> I love that that's what he was talking about because it is the kind of, it's exactly the kind of thing that a shitty parent would bring up <laughs> at a PTA meeting where it's like, uh, I don't like the idea yeah. of, uh, I feel like you should, like you, the school should do more things to adhere to me, the yeah. parent, <laughs> yeah. because meh. meh, and I love that it paints this backstory of there being a day where they had a spaghetti meal in the cafeteria and then Kirk Presumably, Luann was cooking a spaghetti meal yeah. f- for them at home, <laughs> and Kirk loses his mind. And, well, Milhouse probably complained about it. Or he, just, or, you know, he probably didn't complain, and he was like, "Oh, we had spaghetti oh, yeah, for lunch." For He's like, "Oh, what? What? <laughs> oh, this is an outrage! <laughs> Don't worry, Luann, I'll take care of this. <laughs> I'll bring it up at the next town council meeting." <laughs> And, or parent-teacher meeting, and, I guess And he does, and and he's a piece of shit about it. <laughs> uh, and it, re- it reminds yeah. me of Parks and Rec. It reminds me of like... Oh, yeah, 100%. Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks, Parks and Rec. Rec. Parks and Rec is a show <laughs> oh, no. about uh, pigs who... So act like they're They're like the, the, the children of the three little pigs. It's all my fault. And they run this, uh, this. farm together. Yeah, it's it's kind of like... It's uh, like, how long? It's kind of uh, like it'll a be like mix of... George Orwell's Animal Farm, George Orwell, George Orwell. and of course like the classic yeah. television show Parks and Recreation, and they call it Porks, Porks and Rec. Rec. Great, good, good joke bit. Let's move on. <laughs> that was unrehearsed. That's yeah. <laughs> none of this is rehearsed. <laughs> is it obvious? <laughs> Willie becomes a skeleton. Yes. What does Chief Wiggum say? Well, okay. So he goes. So he goes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get you for this. He's like, Oh yeah. What are you gonna do? Or how are you gonna do it? Skeleton powers. It's like a man is dead, chief. <laughs> well, he just shot a kid in the segment prior. <laughs> he kind of sucks. And like, he gets three moments in this episode. Sure and they're does. hilarious. Each segment he has a different uh, thing. Two of them involve shooting. <laughs> but uh, he'll get them where you cannot protect them. In their dreams, mm-hmm. which again, like skeleton powers. I mean, that doesn't really answer Chief's question. It's dream powers, I guess so. Yeah, he's a dream warrior. Mm. He is now, like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Four. Yes, it is four. That I know. Dream warriors. Let me check. Yes, C- good work. Yes. What a terrible subtitle. This guy. <laughs> oh, he's gonna. We're not gonna me. be afraid to sleep anymore. We're gonna sleep and Nightmare beat him at his own Street game. Two, Freddy's Revenge. Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Freddy returns. Nightmare on Elm Street Four. Freddy's back. Nightmare on Elm Street Five. Freddy here comes Freddy. (laughs) (laughs) Six. Ready, Freddy. That's actually the Jason takes Manhattan is a real one. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I was like, 
Yes, it is. Like, you're not far off from a real no, um, not. horror film subtitle. It's also a Muppet movie. <laughs> That's true. Oh, it's three. Dream Warriors is three. Uh, Excuse boo. me. I didn't want it to know. No, no, no. I'm glad no, you I'm did that. Him. Now they don't have to, oh. now we don't have to get like a correction yeah. or anything. I'm just booing him for being yeah. a dummy. Yeah, I'm a dumb, <laughs> dumb dummy head. Uh, I'm gonna go home and watch Porks and Recreation. <laughs> oh boy. Jesus. Not even gonna make the pilot. Or <laughs> Porgs and Recreation. Um, Jeez. <laughs> the last Jedi great. That's what the, that's what the episode nine is going to be called. <laughs> Star Wars episode nine: Porgs and Recreation. <laughs> That'd be it's great. Just, just Chewie flying around with Porgs. And the posters a big middle figure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd see that. Suck it, nerds. <laughs> yes. it doesn't even have the title of Star Wars anywhere. <laughs> it's just called Suck It, Nerds: Porgs and Recreation. Big middle figure. <laughs> In the Star Wars font. Brian uh, Johnson's middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. No less than they deserve. <laughs> uh, leave the poor man alone. <laughs> leave the cast alone. Yeah, leave, leave them just all leave alone. everyone alone. <laughs> leave them all alone. Just live your life. Just be God. good to each other. Jesus please. Christ. Um, so... The scene where Martin Prince gets strangled by Wo- uh, Willie's uh, Woody is what I was going to say by, <laughs> no. by Woody from, from Toy, Toy Story. Story yeah. <laughs> uh, the string that comes out of his oh, uh, no by uh, Willie's tongue is uh, maybe one of the most effective moments in any of the uh, Simpsons Halloween specials. In the fact that I, I think it's actually kind of like the way that they animate him is pretty grotesque. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and yeah. and how and like his the, scream when the he comes scream out of the dream is actually is so like, good. Yeah, yeah. that's actually pretty scary. Yeah, it's yeah. actually pretty scary. And the way and he just collapses frozen. and is frozen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, yeah, it's it's ter- it's terrifying. And then coupled with another great choke. <laughs> Skinner. Oh yeah! Just wheel him out quietly. The kids shouldn't see him like this. Steps on the sheep, <laughs> and Doris just wheels her into the wheels Not into kindergarten. the kindergarten. <laughs> Ice palm. <laughs> they all scream. So great. So the le- so you're in kindergarten. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, am. You're yeah having, I am. I am currently. Having, you're having lessons. <laughs> yeah. And uh, suddenly the lunch lady wheels in a corpse <laughs> of an older kid, yeah. frozen in horror. Just into your class. Just, just in. Just uh, randomly. Yeah. Would you know what was going on if you're in kindergarten? I don't know. I don't know, but I'd probably scream. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably go like, "Eh, <laughs> <laughs> what's that?" <laughs> Some kids are a lot more self-aware than others. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like at that age, people are like, and at any age, people are <laughs> like, there are kids who are just you know more aware and smarter than the other kids around them. So I mm-hmm. bet you would get some screamers. <laughs> It's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> if I were a betting man. <laughs> and you are. Which, and you, I'm not, which we all know you are. I'm not because I have a problem. So. <laughs> I'm not because uh, my my accountant says I shouldn't yep. anymore. <laughs> what is he? Uh, well, more than me. So Money things. They have to they have to fight Willie in the dream. Yeah. Um they do the the and this is a kind of a trope in the nightmare. Uh, series as well is the like kind of com- combined dreaming mm. like you're in the dream world and so by d- to enter the dream world you fall asleep it's you know we we kind of joked about inception when we were watching this mm. but they in that movie they have to like hook up a special you know thing to like be in certain people's dreams 
in ni- the nightmare universe, it's just like if you fall asleep, you can theoretically join the same dream as someone mm. else is in, and they if can a dream battle warrior, Freddy together. If you're dream warriors, sure, yeah. <laughs> if you're one of the the, the elite chosen, when it, yeah, unite thirteen. The seven. Yeah. Well, first we have to unite the seven. Then we have to unite the thirteen. Of course, dream warriors for the twenty. Mm-hmm. Dream changers. Twenty of them. Yeah, there's the dream changers, and then the one ring to rule them all. Of course, the thirteen Was dream warriors. Dwarves. The subtitle for Infinity War. Yes, <laughs> it is now. Avengers, <laughs> Infinity War, Dream, dream Warriors, <laughs> Marvel's Avengers, Mar- Disney's, Disney's Marvel's <laughs> Avengers, <laughs> Infinity War. Dream Warriors, Dream Warriors. Part 1. <laughs> Requiem. Uh, <laughs> Scene. Uh, <laughs> but they fight Willie. Uh, this, <laughs> this is another kind of trope of like, oh, we've defeated him. No, nah, no, you didn't. Not quite. Because uh, uh, uh. uh, we got Johnson here, yeah. <laughs> um, which is actually another reason why the nightmare movies are effective for me. Because I, I'm always of the opinion that you can't defeat him. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like uh, with Michael Myers, that's kind of a thing too. Uh, but at the very least, he appears to be human. Even though he's like an unstoppable killing machine, mm-hmm. there's the the chance that you could do something and kill him. I don't know. They, they cut his head off in one movie, I think. Who? Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Yeah. I have no idea. Okay. I've seen Which Halloween. <laughs> I feel like in H two O or Resurrection, one of them. I remember reading like, yeah, they they like she chops his head off with an axe or something, mm. and it's supposed to be like, see, he's he's definitely dead. Well, it's all been and then he's back now, in the so. next one. Yeah, exactly. maybe gets maybe gets his head cut off. I don't know. <laughs> Well, this is not the first. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to dive into the. I don't want to deep dive into the weird the, canon of yeah. the Halloween films. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't have nearly the <laughs> scholarship to do that. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, uh, Halloween three season the witch is great though. Oh, when they tried to make it's it, the, it an it's anthology. the only one that's not with Michael yeah, Myers. Yeah, and, and when he awesome. tried to do the anthology thing, yep. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. One more night till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. One more night till Halloween. It's great. (laughs) That's the song that plays throughout that. Halloween, Halloween. Halloween. (laughs) One more night till Halloween. (laughs) So, (laughs) but they 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 defeat him, and then they defeat him again. Maggie defeats him. Yeah, Yeah. and then he's in the real world. This is the weirdest thing. <laughs> I really like this ending. I was about to say when we were watching it that I didn't like it. Uh-huh. But then it happened. <laughs> and I was like, no, I just haven't seen it in like seven years. It's actually fucking hilarious. I think it's so funny. He gets off the bus. He goes, ah, ooh, ah, ah, ah. oh, no. <laughs> the bus starts going. He's like, I left my gun on the seat. And his shoe falls yeah, so oh, His shoe falls off. He just goes, oh, jeez. And keeps running. It's so good. Does that mean know. that end sequence is a dream because it started off cartoony and it was a cartoony dream? Like, that whole, so, like, that whole, I think like, it's another sunset yeah. thing? Well, that that beginning part is definitely, yeah. is definitely a dream. Uh, but I think the ending is, again, just an homage to Nightmare on Elm Street's ending mm-hmm. where they're back in the real world. Everything seems hunky-dory. Mm. Uh, I've defeated Freddy in the dream world. Yay. And then he basically 
smashes through the door and pulls her inside, and that's the right. end of that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how the first movie ends. Yeah. You're just like, oh, the, okay, the main character's dead. Uh, maybe. Oh, nuts. <laughs> and that was, like, a like a weirdly common thing with a lot of horror movies in that yeah. era. Like, Carrie has that, too, with, like, the, her the hand in the, yeah, the grave. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she might things. still oh, be alive. Uh, Friday the 13th mm-hmm. with Jason popping out of the water at the yeah. end. Um, yeah, there, it was just a thing that they did in horror films where it's like, yeah, you don't get a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Everything's terrible. Because <laughs> it's horror. And so I think that's kind of what they're trying to do with this, where it's like, oh, we killed him, but then he's back. But they just obviously put a comedic twist to it. It's interesting checks that... Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting checks. Mm-hmm. Interesting checks. It's interesting checks. Here's some interesting checks for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> a new segment on the show. It's uh, interesting checks with Interesting Greg. checks. Have a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like checks mix. Yes. I was thinking of like writing checks. Well, no, I will give you a check. Okay, if I eat this checks mix. If you eat this bowl of checks mix. Jesus. I'm just waiting for whatever you're doing. <laughs> I'm just ready. Whatever you're ready. <laughs> I was thinking it's interesting that the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh-huh. doesn't do that. Where it's like, What the, is the ending of that? I, I think it, I've only seen it. Is, it is one of the most harrowing endings, but it doesn't have a bait and switch where like you think the person, the the... Leatherface is dead. Right. Um, I I can't watch that movie again because it is so upsetting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just screaming and screaming like the final girl, right, mm-hmm. is screaming and she hails down a, just a random Good Samaritan passerby and just dives into the back of the truck mm-hmm. and just screams, drive, 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 and she and drives off and she's just wailing in the <laughs> box of this uh, of this truck, just yeah. screaming as Leatherface is just like swinging his chainsaw around mm-hmm. and and it just ends with him with a sh- like a low shot of him swinging the chainsaw. Oh, okay. And it just cuts mm-hmm. to black. No. And she gets away. Mm-hmm. And. And that's it. And there's no music over the over the ending. And yeah, I mean, I'd still like, really upset. Obviously, very different than the the other examples. But you're right. But it's, it's still it's the still horror movie idea of like, yeah. yeah, like he's still alive. Yeah, maybe he'll find her. Like you don't yeah. know that she's safe. Yeah, she's not Versus, okay. Like, either yeah. way, yeah. Like, totally. if she's safe, she's not cool. Versus more like modern horror films, I would say have some kind of. Uh, resolution. Resolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like where good or bad. Yeah. Don't yeah. breathe. Brought it. Brought it back though. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. They so. they reveal that the uh, that the colonel is alive oh. mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, and uh, Jane Levy is like, "Oh, that son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> not him! Not him! <laughs> well, he's like, blind. He's not going to find her. I mean, <laughs> it's not it follows kind of does does a uh, a negative ending too. It does, you know, like yeah. it 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 has a resolution in a sense, but you you still like have that. You it's still never, have, it's never going away. Yeah, they right. still have the fact that they live in Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. To deal with, and that's never going to change. Sad. And there's lots sad. of people walking towards you in Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a lot of people just living there. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Detroit sucks. I think it's the sla- the slasher genre that mm. kind of yeah. brought the idea of. Uh, and like I'm thinking of Scream, even yeah, in particular, yeah, where it's like the killers are dead. Everyone, you know, who survived is doing great. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the terribleness is over. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, prom night. Um, I know what you did last summer. I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Uh, Valentine. <laughs> Remember that one? Which one? The one that... <laughs> With David Boreanaz. Was that in the mine? 
No, that's my bloody Valentine. Oh, <laughs> wasn't that like 3D? That's yeah, right. my but oh yeah, with Jensen Eccles. Yeah, uh, Supernatural. No, the very same. <laughs> Sammy Supernatural from the TV show Supernatural. What? Um, yeah. Anyway, so I just a uh, little talk about horror films there, but yeah, it's, I mean it's a horror podcast. That's what we're doing. Nah, that's what we're doing today. Takeover. One night only. <laughs> it's Halloween. We have one more segment to talk about. Yes, we do. And it is Homer Cubed. Ho- Homer three. Homer <laughs> three. It is the third in the Homer series of segments. Yeah. You guys remember Homer 1 and 2? I do. Homer 1 was the best. Well, it can't help original. The, I like how Homer 2 was at the same time a sequel and a prequel. <laughs> yeah. To Homer 1. Very clever. Yeah. Very dark tone. It was. When yeah. ways I didn't expect When Homer he killed to his brother mm-hmm. at the end, that's a bummer. Hank? Yeah, Hank. That's why we don't or see Herb, him anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Unky Herb. Yeah. I got Hank Scorpio and Herb confused. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hank was like a brother to him. It's true. Homer it's true. 3 yeah. is about the third dimension. Uh, and it's really uh, the one of my favorite things about this episode is the um, – we, we talked about this during when, – when we were watching. And it was the, uh, the lazy setup mm-hmm. <laughs> to it. I think everything about this episode – I think you've touched on this already – is kind of lazy, except for the animation. Yes. <laughs> That's probably because a lot of effort went into that yeah. part. <laughs> yeah. They're working on literally nothing else. Yeah. Well, and I think, I mean, I think it's because they had, you know, restrictions on what they could do in this 3D world. Yeah. And so they couldn't <clears throat> have a lot of jokes in the 3D world. That's also, I think, why they have the whole back and forth with them in the, the 2D world talking to Homer, you know. Because if they could have a lot of uh, freedom with that 3D world, it probably would have just been Homer's adventures in this 3D world. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be, how do I get back to the 2D world? Let's cut back to the 2D animation every so often. Because the jokes would be able to happen in the 3D world. <laughs> and he also almost instantaneously starts destroying it. <laughs> he sure does. Because, uh, you know, Cone hits him in the butt, and throws the cone, yeah. and then destroys the world. Yeah. Destroys the pocket universe. <laughs> oh, well, you know, if you've ever seen Doctor Who, and I know you all have, um, you'll know that pocket universes are extremely volatile. T- timely, wimely. Wibbly wobbly. Wibbly wobbly. Yes. Bippity boppity. Boo. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> I got him. <laughs> Halloween! Oh, <laughs> oh no! Scary. Uh, I've only seen the first season of Doctor Who. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. Cool. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was covering for you guys. But... Oh, no, I'm fine to tell the world I know nothing about it. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty good. I hear it's great. It's pretty good. I, I like it. I like science fiction stuff, yeah. guys. I like Dune. <laughs> Me too. Dune's a good one. Like Dune, Alien. Dune Tune. I like Aliens. Mm-hmm. I like Alien 3 or mm-hmm. Alien Cubed. Alien Cubed? Like Homer Cubed. Yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking about right now. Yeah. It's Homer Cubed. Yeah, Homer Cubed. And uh, this was, I remember, I don't know if you guys were old enough, but I remember this being an event. Uh, it was advertised a lot. That Simpsons went 3D. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was. I remember the the commercials for it were all over the place, and it was like it was so hype for like ah oh, Homer's going 3D. Did you get hype? 
I was I was hype in the sense that I'm like, cool, a new Simpsons episode. Right. <laughs> but I wasn't like, oh, they've finally done it. They ah. did it. They're 3D. Uh, but I was just like, oh, cool. Like, that seemed interesting. Um, and yeah, a little let down by it overall. In my mind, he's always in there for longer than he actually is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the water effect. Mm-hmm. Is still impressive uh, for like for the time. Yeah. Right. If you look at it in, in the in the context, I think the water effect is still quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it seemed like a, a collage of like, look at all the cool things you can do. We can make a light come <laughs> towards you. We can make a cone <laughs> jump around. We can do a Parthenon. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it looks like a really terrible Windows 95 screensaver. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah I think the, the, the thing for me was uh, I was a big fan of the TV show Reboot. Right. And Ooh. it was already in its second season by the time this episode aired. Yeah. So I wasn't impressed by the 3D graphics in that sense because I'm like, yeah, I watch a whole show like this. Yeah. Um, what, what? Sorry, when was this aired? Ninety five. Reboot was in ninety four to two thousand one. And you said this is October twenty ninth, nineteen ninety five. Correct. This is less than a month away from Toy Story. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then that movie came out. Because Toy Story will be released Thanksgiving of this year. There you go. So this segment American Thanksgiving is yeah th- American Thanksgiving of ninety five. Mm-hmm. And so this segment will be completely <laughs> irrelevant. Yeah, completely immediate. Okay, what yeah. the fuck? Who cares? <laughs> There's, they make movies this way now. <laughs> yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. And they're excellent. No real people, no 2D. <laughs> yeah. No switching back and forth to hide the seams. <laughs> Nothing like that. Have you have you two seen the movie, the Disney's Black Hole? Disney's Black Hole. Yeah, you the Black the, Hole. Oh, or the Black Cauldron? You mean the Black Cauldron? Is that what you mean? I'm just going to skip what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Do you mean black no, hole? No, I mean, you mean black there's hole. There's a movie. There's a Disney movie called The Black Hole, and it's, and it's about a black hole. Yeah, it's a space exploration movie. Never seen it. It's wild. It's it's a movie I consistently when I watch it, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I don't think I like it. And then I watch, I'm like, this movie's bananas. And then I it ends, and I'm like, I don't think I like this. Like, it's just crazy. Like, it's like it was Disney's, I think, equivalent of like what the Simpsons episode is. It was just like, look at all this crazy effects and all this. Stuff that's cool. It's got Anthony Perkins and Robert Forster in it. <laughs> Anthony Perkins? Mm-hmm. This is in 1979. Oh, movie. it's an old one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Black Hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just read the, the note. The note on this episode that it was inspired by them. Like that movie is like. Yeah, I watched it every year. I'm just. I, I still don't comprehend what was maybe the point by it, but it's, it was like. It it's was, interesting you mentioned that one, like the the Black Hole, when when Homer specifically name drops Tron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in it, mm-hmm. uh, and no one's seen Tron, which is probably accurate. Yeah, I've never seen it. About like those mo- those those people in that room. Why oh, yeah. any of them no, have seen Tron? No, no, no. Yes, I mean no, no. no. He already asked me. Was, no. <laughs> Third moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the black hole. It's like it's sci-fi. You would really like it. I, I probably think. would, um, but like whether or not if it's. Good or not, I don't. I don't know. Like, I like good sci-fi, just like I like good westerns. It's mm. like a fifty percent division. When I bring it up to people who have seen it, it's automatically, it's it, it always an equal split of people who like it and don't like it. Well, I happen to think always. Anthony Perkins is an incredible <laughs> actor, and I also think Robert Forster is one of the most overlooked actors of all time. Um, there you go. I think he's great. Uh, 
So I do, and there's other people, and there's other people. (laughs) Other people are great too. Everyone's great, guys. Be kind to each other. Uh, Bart goes into the dimension. He sure does. We get a 3D Bart and his little butt. 3D Bart and a 3D Homer. Uh, never get to see 3D, uh, the rest. Nah, they knew who was the popular ones. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. Um, for some reason, and maybe it's because I saw so many, uh, uh, previews for this episode, but the lines, holy macaroni and cool man. That Homer and Bart say as three D characters, yeah, they're, they, don't they feel weird? No, they're weird. Like yeah. when he says when he says "Holy Macaroni," he says "Holy Macaroni." Yeah, he's like really emphasizing the the mouth movement, and I yeah. wonder if that's an intentional direction so they can accurately make the mouth movements look mm. realistic in the three D world. Like like you know, uh, Nancy Cartwright's just like cool man, and he's like, you need to do a little slower. Because uh, they're not going to be able to, act, you know, animate that accurately. Yeah. And so, cool, man. <laughs> like, it's just weirdly drawn out. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a little bizarre. It's, it is it is strange. It was, and you're probably right. It's probably for, like, a animation thing. Yeah. Um, Things I did not notice. <laughs> but cool to hear. Yes. <laughs> My favorite joke of the episode is as soon as Bart comes in. And is he says, jump? Yeah, he says jump. I love that so much. <laughs> It's my favorite of the, of the uh, segment as well. Uh, <laughs> first of all, he climbs on this like street sign yeah. uh, to try and reach him. Yeah, I mean, both of them are not operating at their best mental capacities in this. No, and uh, you know maybe because they don't understand three D space. Maybe because it's a Halloween episode. There you go. Uh, but he's like, it's like fifty feet away from him. Yep. <laughs> But he thinks it's like one foot uh, increase on the sign. Not a problem. And then he says, you don't have to jump. Piece of cake. (laughs) And then just runs down into the (laughs) hole. (laughs) He he starts a running jump. And then like you can tell he was going to jump, but he just kind of doesn't. And then he just just falls. And he goes, crap, 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 crap. (laughs) And, And he ends up in our world, presumably. Yeah. Or a version of it. Yes. Yeah. Where there is an erotic cake store. Erotic cake store. Apparently it's a real store because uh, they didn't film it. They got a crane shot that uh, they were nice enough to let David Merkin do for the, directing this. What's the crane shot? It's at, it's at the end. So once he goes into it, as the credits roll, the, the it pans out, crane shots away. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's never directed live action before. Uh, I'm not sure about that. He's oh. mostly, a, like, I know him as a director of The Simpsons, so yeah. they've never directed live action on The Simpsons before. I don't know if that director... What would that be like if you were, like, had a crew of experienced filmmakers and, like, people that do it for a living, like, with people, not, like, just drawing and stuff, mm-hmm. and then somebody comes into their first thing and they're like, I want a crane shot. How would, would you react to that? Would <laughs> you be like, oh. Oh, Brad Bird. I was going to say, Brad Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Directing uh, Mission, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, yeah. First time he directed live action. Yeah. But still, The, the Incredibles was amazing. I was just like, I don't know. It's like, I don't, I'm just trying to like, picture well, it. So was an episode of The Simpsons, David Merkin directed. There you go. Just, um, like, the thing is, <laughs> I'm just the, curious. I, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I would say go back and watch Ghost Protocol mm-hmm. to really see what an animation director doing yeah. live action for the mm-hmm. first time is really like. Yeah. And you... Like that's the that's that's interesting you brought that up because it's how I watched Ghost Protocol last time mm-hmm. with a real close eye mm-hmm. on how, what the shots he was choosing yeah. and they're insane. Mm-hmm. Like he he throws the ca- the Ghost Protocol is the most cartoony yeah. of all of the Mission Impossible movies. For, and it's beautiful. Yeah, I it's think the, so good. I think the point I was making is like there seems to be like when you're have an animated world, your imagination gets to 
have a lot Sword. granted yeah. to it. So it's like, that'd be so interesting. Whereas like, and just cause like I've, I, I've just had been on a lot of sets as background when I came out of university where like you had these directors like that like came on like, we're going to do this. And all the tech people just like all walk away, swear communally and then go back and like, there's not enough time. <laughs> like, so it's, it's interesting to think about like the practicality versus the stretch of the imagination. I think it's, I think it's really interesting. And you were on television mostly, right? No, it was just background. I was just wearing background on like hell and stuff. Yeah. And you just like, as a background worker and nobody cares about you, you get to like see all like, you literally see communication breakdowns like as like, as they start. And it's really interesting, but like, that's just, I was, the point was going off topic. Like it's interesting to see, people who get to do animation do action stuff. And that's just an example of that. It really is. Yeah, I just like I just wanted to ask a question. It's it's really cool. I think I would like to see more mm-hmm. like live action from animation directors. Yeah. The only one that I can really like see who's had any real success at it mm-hmm. is Brad Bird. Mm-hmm. That I can really pinpoint like off the top of my head. Yeah. Um Tomorrowland does some really interesting stuff too, mm-hmm. um, but that one is a lot more computer-generated imagery. Yeah, I haven't seen Tomorrowland. Um, it's I wouldn't know either. It, uh, I don't know the beginning or the end of that movie, but uh, <laughs> the stuff in between is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> For more on that, listen to our old Cinepals episode on Tomorrowland, and hear me lose my mind <laughs> slowly go insane as greg reveals all of this to me as we're recording live uh, yeah live while we're recording it's the best guys we're yeah. gonna bounce over to the reference desk yeah let's do it hello uh, we got a lot oh yeah right it's a uh, halloween and then zip episode. through them as it's much a as, as quick as possible uh legend of sleepy hollow of course attack of the 50 foot woman uh godzilla our lads roar uh the Lard Light is similar to Big Boy, the restaurant chain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Zip Boys Zip are like boys. Pet Boys. Yeah. Uh, the Duff Cowboy is similar to the Miller Genuine Draft Cowboy. I didn't know Miller had a cowboy. Uh, yeah. On the Neon that. Marquee of the Frontier Casino in Las Vegas. Oh, cool. So I think it's a specific uh, Miller Genuine Draft thing. I think it makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Peanut is there. Uh, Mork and Mindy, one of the aliens says Shazbot. Oh, <laughs> that is the uh, catchphrase of Mork, uh, or a trademark Mork curse. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, of course. The uh, plot and title, all that kind of stuff, is very similar, even the way Willie dresses. Uh, there's also some Tex Avery, Hanna Barbera stuff with the animation in the beginning dream. Yeah, you can uh, tell with the backgrounds. Yeah, with uh, you know the eyes popping out and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, Martin's dream is uh, kind of like the Page Master. I guess a little, Just a little bit. Yeah, of, uh, I can see that. Yeah, like where, sure. where, he's, where he's climbing up books and yeah, stuff. Totally, totally. Um, you know, Holly Culkin. <laughs> the killer tractor that Willie runs over Bart looks like uh, the Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, <laughs> who <laughs> made who? <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, so the Homer Homer uh, three. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we mentioned Alien three. It's you know kind of similar in that sense, but also it's uh, heavily inspired by a Twilight Zone episode called Little Girl Lost. Oh, he does mention the Twilight Zone. Yes, oh. the Twilighty Zone or Twilighty thingy about the zone. Yeah, or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, 
So a little girl goes through a bedroom wall into another dimension, the sure. fourth in this case. Nice. Uh, a physics expert comes in to explain what has happened. The picture Frank draws on the wall is the same. Oh, okay. Like the doorway? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the girl's father goes into the dimension to save her but remains grounded, similar to what Bart does to try and save Homer. That's mm. interesting. That's the only segment that's reminiscent of a Twilight Zone episode. No, there's been others. No, in, oh, in, in this, this, in this episode. <laughs> I was like, nope. That's, that's what I mean because yeah. like we've seen like, – we've seen – Twilight Zone represented heavily. Oh yeah, they heavily. they use that uh, as a as an inspiration. I think mostly mm-hmm. for the the first uh, five or six now. Well, it's a, it's brilliant because like those episodes are all ten minutes long. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, Tron. Homer mentions Tron. Um, he just quick name drop. <laughs> yeah, the the building in the third dimension kind of looks like the library from uh, the game Mist. Hey, was, Mist. which was big at this, at this time. Windows screensaver. You there know you it. go. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I mean it's it's also kind of a similar like Mist was a big deal because it was a you know the first three D rendered video game mm-hmm. or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, the black hole is mentioned here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. uh, Poltergeist, the the voice modulation on Homer is kind of similar to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then Howard the Duck. What? <laughs> when Homer lands in a dumpster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Howard the Duck in that famous film. Uh, and then I think that's pretty much it. Then there, uh, there's a bunch of like references and credit credit names, but yeah. that's that's normal. We don't need to go through those. Uh, yeah. Do we want to go to the guest house? I think so. Mm-hmm. Paul Anka is here. Ugh. <laughs> Do you not like Paul Anka? I just think it's really dumb. Famous in that crooner. segment. I think it's. I, I I don't like that part of of the of the first segment. That's what like kind of sinks it for me. Paul Anka. No, the, the just the jingle part. Oh. Like, I, think it's, I just think it's dumb. Yeah, it's kind of a silly, uh, silly. convenient way to yeah to uh, solve. I honestly thought I honestly thought the best way to to end that episode would have been to uh, he gives him the donut back and it just keeps destroying shit and then the whole city just gets destroyed and then that's the end of the episode. Like, aren't you? uh, Don't you? Like they they take over the town, so now they're just all like, this is their town now. Yeah, like how they do. Like once they destroy everything, they're just like living their lives. Yeah, like how they do. Like uh, I voted for Kodos. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Mm So it's a, yeah, that's that's the beauty about the the Halloween episodes is that they can have downer endings yeah. for for all of them if they want. I would have preferred that because it had a much better button. Like yeah. it, there was an ad, there was a laugh, and it would have been a great cut to commercial. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time? <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes cut, and that's the end of that. Yeah, that would have been that would have been, been okay good. with me. Um, but yeah, Paul Anka's the guest sings. Can't cut Paul Anka. No, never cut monsters. Paul Anka. You sound better coming out of Paul Anka. I he's do like that. To sing I like that animator man. <laughs> like that ad agency guy. I think he's pretty funny. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He would have been a, he would have been missed, but well, you love it when someone in The Simpsons says, "Well, sir." <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, sir. Um, cool. Uh, we didn't. We, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but favorite jokes we we kind of discussed. Yeah. Ryan. Um. Uh, I didn't mention my favorite in the first segment. It's the 
the cowboy smushing the guys with his bottle. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that's like, hey, party with us. You just, yeah. <laughs> they all die. <laughs> Kills all of them. Yeah, there's a lot of death in that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really one. I really like the Godzilla Roar reference in that first one. That was fun. Uh, I'm on board with the Skinner autopsy reveal <laughs> thing <laughs> joke. I think that part was great. I definitely left the hardest at that part, I think. Yeah. And uh, watching uh, the janitor guy, Willie, come out as a big spider thing behind them very slowly out of the sandbox <clears> was <throat> a cool animation that I noted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what kind, of, kind of an it reference. Yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, like totally. The spider, like the like eating kids, like mm-hmm. the actual second part. Yes. of it. Mm-hmm. You know, Where he turns into a giant spider, and they <laughs> defeat him with the power of friendship and a fucking slingshot. What a dumbass movie that we're in for <laughs> yeah. with Bill Hader and others. Jessica Chastain. That's right. Great choice, James McAvoy. Is he? Yeah. Sweet. I'm going to see this movie. The I, old I think, Spice Guy. I think the uh, the casting in that second part is awesome. Yeah. Because um, they took the kids into their consideration, which is odd. Which well, is great. They, they asked him, who would you want to play you? Yeah. And I think for the most part, they got they, they chose the ones that they picked. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what about in Homer 3? Homer 3? Uh, <laughs> I like the cone bit. That was oh, fun. when the cone gets stuck in his butt? Yeah, it, was, <laughs> yeah, it would, like just implodes everything. That's, that's great. That's really great. And seeing the first 3D thing. I remember when uh, it became 3D, I went, I, I, I like, oddly went, oh. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> it happened in 1995. <laughs> yeah. It is cool. It's, it is. A neat, it's a neat little change. Yeah. And, like seeing him transition from 2D to 3D is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, when Chief William fires a bunch of bullets. And they, and they fly around. Fly him. Him. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Almost Matrix style. I can't remember what I said was my was my favorite joke for that segment. For which one? For the Homer Homer three. It's yeah, uh, crap, 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 crap. Piece oh yeah, well yeah. When he tries to jump, yeah, that's that, <laughs> I, I stand by that. Yes. Yeah. Um. What was what was it in the second one? Mine. Yeah. Um. Something to do with uh, Willie, probably. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. Two now. spaghetti meals. Uh. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Let's say it was that, but it wasn't. I said it earlier. I should have <laughs> held on to that. Anyway, um, I think that's about it. That is about it. Oh, Ryan. Thanks to Ryan yeah. for joining us again. Yearly tradition. Thank thanks for you. continuing to be our friend for another year. Thank yeah. you. Um, and Even congratulations now. on being married. Oh, thank yeah. you. We haven't said that on the podcast yet. Well, I appreciate it. He's waving his wedding ring around in front of both of us right now. <laughs> this is the hand I wave with. As if, <laughs> as if he's better than us. I mean, he is. I mean, like, it's not my fault. By society standards, command. he is leagues better than us. <laughs> I wanted to do a thing, tax and nobody should feel pressured to do and so. And he did a thing, and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful You're wedding. You were both there. It was a beautiful wedding. I looked great. <laughs> you uh, looked great. You looked great. Thank you. Uh, I looked the best. Ryan got me this <laughs> brilliant, this brilliant little uh, two-ounce, I think, uh, shot glass. Uh, shot, um, yeah. It's a flask. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Thanks. Shot flask. Yeah, shot flask. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it fits perfectly in my sock. Oh. So, so you have it right now. I'm drunk all the time. <laughs> oh no, Ryan! What have you done? Uh, I didn't. You know he has that. a problem. <laughs> yeah, I specifically asked the vendor not for any sock size flasks. Well, that's exactly what he gave you. Well, the flask guy should know. Well, <laughs> um, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, 
You can find us on Facebook. Yes. On Instagram and on Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. And you can email us at the Hammock District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And we are going to be back in hopefully a week's time mm-hmm. uh, with our next episode where we're going to focus on the neglected food groups, such as the Whipped Group, the Congealed Group, and the Chocotastic. And we're talking about King Size Homer. <laughs> this, uh,. The dangerous weight or dangerous weight gain. <laughs> dangerous weight gain. This is uh, this is a good episode. Dangerously underweighted individuals like yourself. That is appetizing. He's a quack. You see, I love this episode. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, Wish my fat guy had honey. <laughs> uh, thanks again, Ryan. Um, where can people go if they want to get tickets to Bright Lights? Uh, you can go to theaterbsmt.ca. Theaterbsmt.ca. Once again, the show opens October 31st. That's tonight, everyone. Whoa. It's tonight. Halloween night. There's a midnight show on Friday. I got to get there. Go see it. Ryan's got to go there right now. (laughs) That's where he's going. I am so late. (laughs) It's it's recorded. Time is a flight circle. Ah, no. (laughs) Whatever happened, happened. Previously on Lost. The whole time. Bye. You killed Naomi. The whole time. We have to go back. (laughs) Keep watching the skis.